Rise and it's changing lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast to help you create a healthy mind and keep your body aligned. Yes, nailed it. I came up that on Saturday. I was like, you know what? I'm fucking using it on the podcast. First thing Monday morning, I done did it. I'm excited. I think that's fuego. So good. So if you know me at all, you know I like to rhyme. Sometimes I ask, oh my God. Sometimes I accidentally rhyme. Yo. One of my two of my podcast episodes are on, like the down yo the downloads on the mer- I just noticed it here because I don't even check the podcast statistics when I do the podcast. But two of them from the beginning of April, how to reinforce good habits and do your goals match your effort, have a lot more downloads than I was anticipating. Thank you, everybody. You guys rock. You guys rock. I really appreciate. It. I, I can't believe how many downloads i'm getting on the podcast now it's amazing and i just want to say that i think i just said the thank you every episode over the last last like three or four weeks but thank you all so much i really appreciate it if you guys take anything from the episodes if you could leave a rate and review on itunes i'd really appreciate that you could do the same thing on spotify i actually went and looked it up the other day you know i don't use spotify i was curious i thought i saw something about this not too long ago so if you guys could that would i would greatly appreciate that like if you think about it, every time you go buy something off the internet in some way, shape, or form, you probably look at the reviews in some capacity to get an idea if it's worth investing time or going to a place for dinner or something like that. And it works the same way with podcasts. Like you know, I went on my own podcast page on Spotify, I'm like, there's like no ratings. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, if I was a someone a podcast listener, I would not stop on my own podcast because there's nothing there unless I knew me already. That's the only way I would do it. Usually I look at reviews first. But anyway, that's just me. I'm a picky bitch. So anyway, we're here to develop a healthy mind to keep your body aligned. Let's go. I am so excited about that. And today we're going to be doing just that. And and today's topic is going to go hand in hand with the mind and the body. And that is talking about hormones. And um, this is something I've been going harder on with my hard posts on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and all the things. But today we're really going to dive deeper into it. The, we're going to talk about the main hormones that influence your metabolism and your weight and how we can navigate this a little bit better. How we can navigate this a little bit better. Actually, there is a couple of things. There's something I got to just pull this up. Perfect. Okay. Because there's there, I, I, like, I want to talk about hormones and then I'm going to talk about something that is going to, the way you, how you can eat to best control your hormones throughout the day. Okay, so let's always, if you guys have been around, you know how I roll. We're gonna start with definitions first. We're gonna start by defining what the fuck is a hormone? What is a hormone? I had to hydrate first. I haven't, I've been a little dehydrated today. Okay, so a hormone is a chemical messenger produced by the glands in the body, in the body's endocrine system. So glands, let's think adrenal glands, um, pineal gland, thyroid gland, all of these glands, right? These these glands produce our hormones, and they're all important. Um, hormones and neurotransmitters kind of go hand in hand in a lot of ways because they're both chemical messengers, and so they travel throughout the bloodstream and interact with specific cells and tissues to regulate various bodily functions such as growth, development, metabolism, and reproduction. So, like when guys have higher testosterone levels, they'll probably be a little bit friskier type of thing, a little bit more aggressive. Like there's some truth to that. It's just a matter of how 
all of us because the same thing applies to women with estrogen it's just a matter of how we actually how it actually manifests itself through us like how do you respond to that hormones can be thought of as the body's internal communication system it helps coordinate and regulate the activities of different organs um, to keep us in homeostasis okay so i'm just gonna like briefly just go over that whole notion there right so recap hormones the main principles you gotta remember from that definition chemical messengers produced by the glands you don't even have to remember that they're just chemical messengers that's all you have to really remember chemical messengers that uh, control, regulate various bodily functions, such as growth, development, metabolism, and reproduction. So really, when it comes to hormones, just remember chemical messengers, and they regulate various bodily functions. They just travel throughout our body, communicate, and kind of keep us flowing, flowing well. You can think of them as, like, you can think of these messengers a lot like traffic signals in, in the city. Traffic signals control the flow of traffic and ensure that the vehicles move efficiently and safely throughout the city. Now, of course, there's outliers, things happen, shit happens, whatever. Um, but the general gist is the the traffic lights keep traffic flowing. And if you think like think about a big city, I'm like a, I'm immediately picturing New York City because I spent some time there earlier in my life. And it wasn't just like the traffic lights, it was the stop and walk signals for the pedestrians too. So like all these things are regulating the traffic because traffic isn't just about, it's not just about the cars in a big city like that. It's the same thing with our body. The hormones do a lot and we can, we're gonna go into some specifics, but there are, so, I mean, I don't even know. There are so many hormones. Let me look it up. We're gonna look it up. There are so many. We're gonna talk about four, but there are, there are so many hormones neurotransmitters that do a lot of similar things and like so i'm trying to think of a so when you okay so for an example just to kind of give you a context as to the what's happening with hormones and neurotransmitters so when you drink caffeine it will uh, bind to adenosine receptors which is the neurotransmitter that and now i'm just kind of going to nerd out real fast so bear with me we're going to tie this all back in uh, an adenosine try um Caffeine binds to the adenosine receptors in our brain, which tell us we're sleepy. So it binds to that telling you, hey, you're not sleepy, motherfucker, you're awake. And so now we get this sense of alertness. It spikes our cortisol, it spikes our dopamine, we get a dopamine hit from caffeine, and then all the other things go with it. It constricts blood vessels and all the things. And so in that, just from drinking caffeine, you are spiking cortisol hormone, you are releasing dopamine neurotransmitter, and you are blocking another neurotransmitter adenosine so like all of those things are happening just to kind of give you uh, an idea how many neuro or how many hormones are there so i'm asking ChatGPT if you guys haven't used ChatGPT yet you are missing out uh it is difficult to give uh, there are currently believed to be more than 50 hormones that have identified and characterized in humans wow that's a lot more than I thought, because we only ever hear about like a, a handful. Okay, so we're only gonna talk about four today. We're gonna talk about the main four hormones that will uh, influence your metabolism and your weight. So let's start from the top. We've all heard of insulin, right? Have you ever heard of insulin? Oh my God, insulin. Um, it's a hot topic today because of diabetes. Diabetics become insulin resistant. And so we, this is something we really do need to talk about. This is something that everyone should be aware of. I, I work with a lot of clients who are menopausal, postmenopausal women, and 
this, this, this topic becomes even more important for you ladies, so stick with me here. Insulin is a hormone that is produced by the pancreas that regulates your blood sugar levels. It also plays a role in fat storage. So high levels of insulin can, okay, high levels of insulin can promote, doesn't mean it's going to, but it, it can promote the storage of excess fat in your body. It can lead to weight gain, right? So this is important to understand. Your insulin produces it's producing the pancreas. That part's not necessarily relevant. What's important here is the fact that it regulates your blood sugar. Insulin regulates your blood sugar, okay? And so when, when we're talking about insulin, if it regulates your blood sugar, um, what's happening there? So you eat a really sugary meal, and I'm not talking about sweet potatoes. I'm talking about you have some cereal for breakfast, like frosted fucking flakes. <laughs> And the frosted flakes are going to spike your insulin because it's going to spike your blood sugar. And now insulin's being secreted and it's like, okay, we got to pull the sugar out of the bloodstream because there's a lot of it. And so it's just like going to pick it all up. Now the issue becomes when we're eating foods like this all the time and it's constantly spiking our blood sugar. Our, our, our insulin spiking, our blood sugar spiking, not the end of the world. It's a normal thing for, the, for our bodies to be able to handle. It's when we do it at such a frequency throughout the day that it is constantly disrupting our hormones because insulin is, is not just gonna work alone. The second you eat a high sugary meal, especially for breakfast, like think about this, this is how you're starting the day. You're having this these frosted flakes. You're, and boom, there goes blood sugar. Insulin is secreted. And now your cortisol is gonna elevate as well because of all the blood sugar, the way your blood sugar is elevating so rapidly. So we wanna focus on nutrient-dense foods that can help regulate your blood sugar levels and reduce the need for insulin, okay? So when, like, insulin is necessary either way. It, it's it's gonna happen, it's not a bad thing. And I think it's, let's actually kinda nip that in the butt right away. Not a single hormone, not a single thing in your body is good or bad. It, it just is, it's, it's happening, right? Cortisol, it is so demonized today. It is a necessary hormone. It is a very good hormone, okay? We don't want low cortisol levels, but most of us, not everybody, but most of us are walking around with elevated cortisol levels and, ha and no understanding on how to regulate this more, okay? So we're gonna talk about that today through a lot of di dietary interventions, right? So, okay, so nutrient-dense foods. We wanna uh, focus on nutrient-dense foods to help regulate our blood sugar levels and reduce the need for insulin. So that's why, like, if it's not carbs, it's not carbs out of the enemy. It's the type of carbs that you're eating. The type, I'm gonna repeat that for you guys. Write that down. It's the type of carbs you're eating, okay? Because if you eat some sprouted brown rice or some sprouted um, red lentils or something, it's not gonna elevate your blood sugar the same way the Frosted Flakes are because it's, it's packing nutrients, you know, the B vitamins. It's got fiber. It's gonna slow down the absorption, right? So like if, even, if you, even if you are gonna eat Frosted Flakes, have, have some... What else would you have for breakfast? <laughs> have some, have a couple of eggs and something else with it. Have a couple of eggs and beans. Like, I don't know if that's a combination, but do something like that so you're getting the fiber, you're getting the healthy sources of dietary fat, and you're getting protein with the meal that's gonna slow down the absorption of those carbohydrates from the frosted flakes. Okay, so if you're gonna have a high sugary meal, if you absolutely have to, then pair it up with something that's gonna slow down the absorption. So high fiber foods, high dietary fat, good sources of dietary fat, please do not just go like drowsing canola oil on your food, just throw that shit in the trash. Um, again, that's why I said eggs, a good source of dietary fat and protein.
I'm saying nutrient-dense foods. Processed foods and sugary drinks can spike our insulin levels and promote insulin resistance, leading to weight gain on a long enough timeline, right? Like I want to emphasize this one thing because it is very likely that processed foods and sugary drinks can spike insulin levels and promote insulin resistance, meaning your body doesn't handle insulin very well. It is resistant to insulin. And so in that instance, like it's possible that it can lead to weight gain. On a long enough timeline of you doing this to yourself, if you're already overweight, this could be what led to your weight gain. And there's one thing I want to hit on when it comes to insulin. And what I mentioned earlier about all the ladies I work with and all the ladies who could potentially be listening to this who perimenopause, menopause, postmenopausal women, it is even more important for you to be under, uh, to understand this because with your estrogen levels dropping, your body is becoming even more insulin resistant because of that. And so what, how can we help this? Again, I already said nutrient dense foods. Like you ha- like it's, un- you know, I'm not even gonna say it's unfortunate because I don't know if it is. I'm not a woman. I, that's not my, I have no stake in this matter. The fact is that this is happening to you. And this means you have to, if you want to live a long and healthy life, if you want to live, uh, if you want to become overweight, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to live a long and healthy life, you have to pay attention to your diet. You have to move your body more and you have to lift weights. And I'm not saying six days or six or seven days a week. I'm saying like two or three days a week and build some muscle. Muscle is a very insulin sensitive tissue, meaning our body becomes more insulin sensitive when we have it. And that means we can utilize, essentially keep it simple. When we're more insulin sensitive, we can utilize insulin better than when we're insulin resistant okay and the longer your insulin resistance and the worse that shit becomes the the that's where diabetes and all the things come in okay so that's insulin right so like just quickly recap on insulin okay so it is it helps regulate the blood sugar our blood sugar levels okay but if it's being thrown to chaos all day every day because you're eating all the sugary crap processed food on a long enough timeline it can lead to insulin resistance and so how can we mitigate that? We want to eat nutrient-dense foods, high fiber, high fat, diet, or and, and good sources of protein. Quality, guys. Please focus on the quality of the food too. Don't just go buy conventional eggs at the store. Please get like pasture-raised eggs. They are the best bets. Get some grass-fed, grass-finished beef. Get some pasture-raised chickens, something like that. Um, okay, next up, leptin. Leptin is a hormone that is produced by fat cells, and that helps regulate our appetite and energy expenditure. So low levels of leptin can increase your appetite and promote weight gain. So let me just repeat that again with leptin. Leptin is just as important as insulin. We only focus on leptin or insulin. We need to focus on leptin too. Leptin is a hormone produced by your fat cells that regulates your appetite. And so if you find yourself having cravings and you're hungry all day and you can't stop eating, of course, you could be bored. You could have emotional things. I talk to a lot of clients. Sometimes they think it's an emotional thing. Very well could be a thing. And let me just say this, your hormones play a direct role on your emotions. And so if you have a hard time getting control over your emotions, it might be easier to get started with your hormones. So leptin, again, regulates your appetite and energy expenditure. So uh, when it comes to leptin, same thing. You're gonna see the same thing here, guys. Same thing across the board with all the hormones. We wanna eat a diet rich in fiber, high protein, good quality sources of dietary fats. This will increase leptin sensitivity, which means we can detect leptin and respond better and reduce the risk of overeating. In contrast, in relation to this, like a a diet high in processed foods and sugar can lead to leptin resistance, leading to weight gain, right? So the less sensitive to leptin signals that we are, we become 
increase our, our appetite will increase and a decrease in energy expenditure, meaning your body is burning fewer calories than it needs to maintain its current weight and function properly. Right? So we all have a baseline level of calories. This is where calories in versus calories out. Like it's not wrong. Calories, we all have a base amount of energy we need in a day. Okay. But when we're sensitive, when we're less sensitive, I'm sorry, less sensitive to leptin signaling, meaning we're not aware of the leptin signaling. The, the signaling isn't happening. Let me, refer, let me, that's the best way to put it. The signaling isn't happening. And so when we're less in, uh, leptin sensitive, this can lead to an increase in our appetite and a decrease in energy expenditure. So not only do you feel hungrier and you want more food, but now your body is also decreasing the energy output, the energy expenditure that you need throughout the day. So your body is burning fewer calories than it actually needs to maintain its current weight. And so then what is it gonna do? It's gonna hold on to the, the fat. It's gonna hold on to the food and store it as fat so you have energy for later. That's all it's doing. Like, so think about it like this for a minute. Everyone's looking at fat like it's a, it's a demon, it's the enemy. But like, yo, if you're carrying an abundance of weight, understand this one fact, your body, loves you so much that it's holding on to it to keep you fucking safe. I'm going to say that again. Your body loves you so much that it's holding on to the fat to keep you fucking safe. The fat is a defense mechanism to keep your body the fuck alive. And all of you motherfuckers out there, and I love you guys. I'm not trying to like assault anybody by calling you a motherfucker. <laughs> um, all of you are like demonizing this thing. It's a defense mechanism. It's trying to keep you alive. Okay, so that's a leptin. Leptin's super important. Don't sleep on it, people. Next up is ghrelin. Ghrelin is a hormone produced by the stomach that stimulates hunger. Higher levels of ghrelin increase your appetite and promote weight gain, okay? So when it comes to ghrelin, one thing is I really want to, again, we want to focus on nutrient density here. We want to focus on nutrient density, high protein, high fat meals. Doesn't mean skipping the fucking carbs. It means high, good sources of dietary fiber in there too. That's what we want to focus on more. One thing when it comes to ghrelin is you want to get good quality sleep. Sleep deprivation can lead to an increase in your ghrelin levels and a decrease in your leptin levels. Okay. So I'm going to say that one more time for you too, because we just talked about how important leptin was. Sleep deprivation, meaning you're not getting good quality sleep. Does not mean you have to sleep for nine or 10 hours a day. It just means you're not getting good quality sleep. I sleep for six hours a day and I feel great. Sleep deprivation can lead to an increase in ghrelin levels, an increase in ghrelin. If we ju I just said it a couple minutes ago. Ghrelin is the hormone that is produced by the stomach that stimulates hunger. So it tells you that you're hungry. Ghrelin is telling you that you're hungry. And so when you're sleep deprived, you're increasing your levels of ghrelin. So you're increasing how much your brain is telling your body that you're hungry and you are decreasing your leptin levels. And remember, leptin is what tells us we're full. It is what helps regulate our appetite. Maybe I didn't make that clear. But so if leptin is regulating your appetite, it is essentially just telling you that you're full. Okay, so I'm gonna recap on all that for a minute because I just had an interruption, I had to stop the podcast. And okay, so when we're sleep deprived, when we're sleep deprived, this can lead to an increase in your ghrelin levels and a decrease in your leptin, right? So I just kind of went over that. And this hormonal imbalance can lead to an increase in appetite and affect cortisol and leptin and insulin levels, right? So when your ghrelin is getting thrown out of whack just from sleep deprivation alone, guys, that's it. Sleep deprivation, that's all my point was about the ghrelin thing. Sleep deprivation can lead to an increase in ghrelin levels and decrease in leptin. This hormonal imbalance can lead to an increase in your appetite and an, uh, and it'll affect cortisol, leptin, and insulin as a whole. So we really wanna get our sleep in order too, right? And like, of course, nutrient density matters here when it comes to ghrelin levels. Um, and actually some of my clients start to notice when they start to eat more whole, whole foods, um, they eat more food than they're used to. 
more food than they're used to, they start to get their hunger signals back. Guys, it's amazing. It is the coolest thing ever. And so we really want to focus on good quality sleep too. Good quality sleep. Morning and evening routines are great for this. They don't have to be like, you know, here's the best morning routine. Maybe it's a whole other episode in itself. Let me know if you want to hear an episode about routines and why they're important for this stuff. Because like, it really doesn't have to be like, this is the best way to start the day. It's just like, okay, morning routine. Let me start with the evening routine because the, the morning starts the day before, night before. An evening routine is just supposed to get you ready for bed. And a morning routine is just supposed to wake you up. You don't have to have all the fucking productivity schnitzels in there. So, okay, last hormone we're going to talk about here is cortisol. Everyone's favorite hormone. I actually don't know if that's true. coffee that's going to elevate your cortisol levels so cortisol is a hormone produced by the adrenal glands in response to stress it can promote the storage of fat especially in the abdominal area i hope you guys all heard that because all of you are trying to lose that belly fat cortisol is a hormone produced by the adrenal glands in response to stress it can promote the storage of fat especially in the abdominal area a diet high in processed foods and sugar can lead to inflammation and stress this is why Whole foods matter. This is why quality food matters. This is why your calories can suck my penis. I said what I said. A diet high in processed foods and sugar can lead to inflammation and stress. And let's just classify what processed foods are. Anything that is refined and it's packaged, it's in a box. <laughs> you know, so I don't know if my friends will be listening to this. Shane sometimes listens to my podcast, but they own Shane and Holly own a protein bar company. I support them. I buy their bars. I eat them all the time, but they are processed and they're not nearly as processed as half the protein bars on the market, but they are processed, meaning they're taking a product from its raw natural form and they're turning it into something else. And so I just want to emphasize the thing with their bars is they still have a lot of nutrient density and now, now it's turning into a fucking plug for their bars, but they still have all the nutrients intact um, and it has a lot of good sources of protein and fiber. But anyway, that aside, that all aside, that's all relevant. I just want to emphasize because there's bars or package. Like I buy some packaged stuff. I buy some processed foods, like olive oil, it's processed. Coconut oil, it's processed. Butter, it's processed. But we're talking about minimal processing here versus, you know, what's a protein bar? Like Quest, Quest bars, Quest bars right? Or even protein powders. Like I buy protein powder too. Protein powder is still processed. It's like, it's like labeled as a health food. Guys, it's not necessarily healthy. I try to buy the best quality protein I can find. Literally there's five ingredients in it, but even still it's processed. So that aside, topic for a different day, a diet high in processed foods and sugar can lead to inflammation. All right. When we're inflamed, we're stressed. When we're inflamed, we're stressed. Okay. So think about this for a minute. You want your body to lose fat and get back to a normal weight, right? So let's just think about what that means for a minute. That means your body is in homeostasis, which is balance. And so we want our body to get to homeostasis or balance that requires hormonal balance. And then, but if we can't, right? Like if we can't get there, we're stressed out, we're inflamed, whether it's because of the foods we're eating, whatever else is happening, things in our environment, we're just stressed out because of work, the kids, the grandkids, like all the things, we're stressed out. How can your body get back to that state of homeostasis when you're stressed out all day? whether it's from the food or not. And this is why, if any of my clients are listening, this is why I talk so much about being able to regulate your stress. Like stress is inevitable. Cortisol is not a bad thing. How do you respond to it is the question. How do you respond to it? And our thoughts, guys, are fucking powerful. 
your thoughts have a downstream effect on your body. So you could, the same situation could happen to you and your best friend and your best friend's like, you know what? I'm going to look at this in a good way. And you're like, man, this sucks. The world's out to get me. Two different perspectives, two different thought processes leading to two different chemical reactions in your brain have a downstream effect on the rest of your body. Meditation is powerful. So I'm not going to go into that today, but that's cortisol, right? So a diet high in processed foods can lead to inflammation and stress. And I just want to, I want to emphasize this one thing too, guys, this is why quality food matters. This is why like eating grass fed, grass finished beef matters, pasture raised eggs, you know, buying organic soy because people demonize soy. Soy is not the enemy either. Like none of these, it's the quality of most, if not all of these things. You can buy some conventionally grown potatoes and they can cause an inflammatory reaction in your body because they're sprayed with a bunch of chemicals. And so our environment these days is not designed to help us thrive. You have to be your own biggest advocate. So stressors, cortisol elevation can happen from a lot of things. So you have to do everything that's in your power to manage this, right? So if you can get quality food, the best quality food, do it, do it. You know, I, I bought a fucking air filter for my house. <laughs> That's just how I roll, though. And because, like, if you're eating processed food, even if you're eating out, like, you, you look, I know it's it's more expensive to go to Whole Foods and buy the best quality food you can find than it is to go to Taco Bell. But you can either pay for it now or you'll pay for it later. You can either pay for it now or you can pay for it later. And you know, I I'll be I want to be very uh, transparent with the next statement I'm gonna say. I used to be very hesitant to say those types of things. Because to me, it was like, you know, I'm young, I can, I don't, like, who am I to tell someone they can't, they, 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 they should spend more money on food, like, I, like, who the fuck am I? But you know what, I've worked with enough people now where it's like, no, I've seen it, I've seen some of these, these men and women come to me at a place in their life where it's like, if they would have just spent more money on good quality food then, or a, a trainer or a coach back then, they wouldn't even be here now. And now they're dealing with this, like, I've, like, so I'll just rattle off some of the diseases I've worked with with my clients. I've had clients with knee and hip arthritis, fibromyalgia. Um, my own mother had cancer. My own mother had cancer. I'm not saying that, like, who knows what caused it, right? My own, my, my own mom had cancer. And who knows what her stress levels did to that disease encroaching itself in her body. Um, what else have I worked with? You know, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, diabetic, you know, all of the things, heart conditions, like all, like so many, and I'm like, it blows my mind sometimes. I'm like, yo, thank you. Thank you so much for coming to work with me. It teaches me so much. It teaches me so much, but you can literally pay for it now, or you can, you will actually pay for it later. And it might not be with money, but it might be with your energy, with your, the emotional distress that comes with one of these diseases. You can pay for it now or you can pay for it later. And guys, like remove money from the equation for a minute because it might not be money you're paying for, paying paying with later. It can be emotional or mental distress. It could be your peace of mind. Like I don't know about anybody else. My peace of mind is the most important fucking thing. It's the most important thing. The most important thing. So I'm gonna wrap it up there, guys. Thank you. This is a long ass podcast episode, but a girthy one. It was a good one. Really, really good one all the hormones, go back and listen to this one again. Like you want to understand these hormones because they're, they're affecting you right now. And you feel stressed out right now. You could have elevated blood sugar, which could be leading to an increase in your insulin releasing in, in your body, which is going to affect everything else. If you're sleep deprived, if 
and you're feeling hungry right now, it could be your ghrelin levels are elevated and your leptin levels are decreasing and you want to nip these things in the butt. How can you do that? Lifestyle, guys. It's not rocket science. It really isn't. If you take make small micro changes today, it'll compound and snowball over the course of time and it'll give you the results that you're looking for. It takes time. It's not sexy. You're not going to see results right away. You're not going to see results in the way you want all the time. Some people do. Some people don't. I'm not saying that you won't. I'm just saying like it's a marathon, not a fucking sprint. So I'm going to wrap it up there. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you took anything from today's show, please leave a rate and review on iTunes or Spotify because you can do it there too. I would really appreciate that. Thank you so much. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one for coaching, you can see the link in my bio. There's an application form there. You can fill that out. We can see if you can fit. And that's it. That's all. Peace out.